welcome to this podcast series from my book, Leadership Starts With You, A Quest for Leadership Excellence. My name is Whitney Brayer, and I'm the author of this business novel. Yeah, it's a novel, it's a story, and truly, it is the personal and professional journey of Kathleen Battlefield. I invite you to join Kathleen in her journey of self-exploration and growth, and who knows, who knows, maybe it will become your journey as well. So in this podcast, we're going to tackle the topic of energy again. Again? Well, in episode five, the previous podcast, we also focus on your energy, your power, and finally, your ability to focus on things. And we ask four questions about how you start your day. Have you already tried them out? Have they helped? Hmm. But in this episode, we continue with the topic of energy, and we're going to look at, we're going to look at how contagious it is. In the story, when Kathleen first walked into Anna's office in Sao Paulo, she noticed a sign on the office door. It was a sign that confused her at first. And the sign read, take responsibility for the energy you bring into this room. Hmm. And so she asked Anna and her brother Verissimo, who was also present. Hey, hey guys, what do you mean by that sign on your office door? I mean, take responsibility for the energy I bring into this room? Anna smiled and explained it this way. And she said, remember, Kathleen, you always spark energy in the people you lead. The question is, is that energy, is that the energy you want to ignite or spark in them? Is it positive or negative energy? Is it good, bad, or ugly? <laughs> That's what I mean by responsibility. Hmm, Kathleen thought. So Anna continued, and she said, let's just start with the good energy. It has to do with emotional contagion. Global research indicates that within a few minutes at latest, a person can infect others with their energy. When the energy you spread is good, Everyone, you and those around you, feel happier, less stressed, more energetic, more cooperative, and even more competent. Research in the context of leadership and organizational development posits that's normally the leader within the group that spreads his or her energy. Why? Because this is often the person who gets the most attention and focus. It's the person who others turn to for answers or wait for their opinions. So attention goes where the energy flows and attention is is on the leader. And this is where the energy flows and flows from. So when the energy is bad and the person's in a bad mood or grumpy, the opposite happens. The energy can become toxic pretty quickly when there's a persistent negative attitude And it might be fueled by anger, frustration, fear, or worry. And then that takes control of the entire group. And this bad energy over time can lead to stress. Under stress, it's physiologically impossible to be creative, innovative, and cooperative when these negative emotions kick in. And when these negative emotions prevail, cortisol is released which essentially stops the synapses from connecting. And then the brain is on high alert in a fight or flight flight modus and everything else like thinking open-mindedly or being able to see other perspectives becomes secondary. When there is something worse than bad energy, and that's, 
that's called ugly energy. And that's when we're dealing with truly toxic environments. And this long-term toxic environment can literally make people sick. And that's exactly what, what is meant here. Ugly energy over a long period of time can have negative impacts and serious effects on people's health. Things like depression, tension, fatigue, sleep disturbances, and cardiovascular diseases, a weakened immune system, just to name a few. So the third and the fourth, pod, fourth podcast in this series were about high-performing teams. And there we looked at things like a positive work environment, the language, the positivity ratio in a team, and the four primary development phases of a team. So let's move on then and kind of take up the topic of psychological safety. High-performing teams provide, no, I take that back, they guarantee psychological safety to all team members. And when this, this safety is present in a team, the energy in the team is good. So what exactly is meant by psychological safety? It means there is a work atmosphere that allows everyone to speak up with a sense of safety. They're not going to be bullied. They're not going to be laughed at or mocked. Um, they're not going to get a lot of pushback necessarily. And they're not in trouble later by the boss for perhaps having a different opinion. It's when they can ask questions without being judged. And when team members are encouraged to take risk, they speak up and problems get solved. They might try something new or experiment with an existing process. Insights and mistakes in teams are shared openly and they talk to each other, not about each other. And no one rolls their eyes or sighs audibly. The whole team is really a safety zone. And yes, that kind of thing doesn't come naturally. It's not automatic. It's not a given. Psychologists have identified three things that form the foundation of psychological safety. Number one, they notice in these teams there's an equal speaking time among the members. No one individual dominates the meeting. Extroverts listen attentively and introverts contribute and are encouraged by others to join in. But it's more than just waiting it out for someone to stop talking so that you can jump in or someone can say something. It's something we call intentional listening. And this means being completely attuned to the person you're listening to. No laptops, no phone calls, no texting, no online chats, no minds wandering. And believe me, this kind of listening takes deliberate practice, strong will, and effort. Number two, in psychologically safe teams is something we call social intuition. You can pick up on all others are feeling by their tone of voice and their body language. And you, you're attuned to that. You ask questions and you encourage them. You're there for them. Number three, model fallibility as a leader. What does this mean? Well, it means leaders admit they don't know everything. They don't have eyes in the backs of their heads after all. So leaders need to ask questions and ask for input and show a little bit of humility. Hmm. By maintaining a positive work climate, this positivity ratio of three to one and psychological safety, we ensure that the energy of the team is positive, it's nurturing, and it's healthy. And each team member, not just the leader, has to take responsibility for the energy they bring to a room 
or to a team. That's the only way a team can sustain itself into this upward spiral. So you can find more tips, concrete examples, and further information on the topic of this um, in Leadership Starts With You. It's on pages 245 of the book if you're interested and in the separate learning journal. So to close this, as always, grow your life, grow your team, grow your business. And always remember, leadership starts with you. See you in podcast seven.